A layman looks at the book of Revelation. Peace Gorgas 2021. The Revelation of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 13. In this chapter, we are introduced to two characters, referred to as beasts, who together play very significant roles in the tribulation. They are both evil and both are energized by Satan. The first beast is spoken of in Daniel as the coming prince, or the prince that shall come. There are many more passages in scripture that refer to the second beast. Or, the Antichrist. Some writers assume the first beast to be the Antichrist, and others combine the two into one. I have written a rather lengthy paper in which I endeavor to show from numerous scriptures that the second beast, the one out of the earth is the Antichrist. I will add that study as an appendix to this study on Revelation, rather than go through the whole subject here. And I stood upon the sand of the sea. Please take note of John's vantage point in seeing this beast. He is not looking down from heaven but standing on the sand at the seashore. God promised Abraham two classes of descendants, as the sand of the seashore, an earthly people, and as the stars of heaven, a heavenly company. We were introduced to the godly remnant of Israel in the previous chapter, and I take it that John is viewing this scene from their vantage point. And I saw a beast rising out of the sea, having ten horns and seven heads, and on his horns ten diadems, and upon his heads names of blasphemy. Scripture regularly equates the tumultuous Gentile nations with the raging sea. Here are a few scriptures that confirm that, Isaiah chapter 17 verse 12 New America Standard Bible. Oh, the uproar of many peoples who roar like the roaring of the seas, and the rumbling of nations who rush on like the rumbling of mighty waters. Luke chapter 21 verse 25 There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, and on the earth dismay among the nations, bewildered by the roaring of the sea and the surging of the waves. Psalm chapter 65 verse 7 You stilled the roaring of the seas, the pounding of their waves, and the tumult of the nations. There are more, but these should suffice to see that the beast arising out of the sea indicates that he is to rise out of the Gentile nations. The ten horns represent ten future rulers of countries, and the seven crowns are six previous emperors and one future leader. This is explained in chapter 17. Most serious scholars agree that this is the revived Roman Empire, and this man will be the head of it. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet as a bear's, and his mouth as a lion's mouth, and the dragon gave him his power and his throne and great authority. This beast swift like a leopard, tears like a bear, devours like a lion, a Satan will give this leader his authority and dominion. And I saw one of his heads as slain unto death, and his deadly wound was healed, and the whole earth wandered after the beast. There are a number of different schools of thought as to the meaning of this verse. I am not sure what it means, so for now I must be content to believe it while not understanding the image, and hope for future understanding. And they worshipped the dragon, because he gave the authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? And who is able to make war with him? His absolute power is irresistible, and the world will bow down to him for a season. They will be astonished and in awe of his power. And there was given him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemy, and there was given him authority to work forty-two months. If I understand correctly, he will have worldwide authority during the first half of the tribulation, but in the midway time of, he will return to his own area, and his influence will be greatly reduced. Other scriptures tell us of other world rulers that will arise with their own followers. And he opened his mouth unto blasphemies against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, and, those that tabernacle in the heaven. This tells us that he will be a notoriously wicked man, completely without the fear of God and by satanic leading, will verbally attack the God of heaven and those who are his. And it was given him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them, and there was given him authority over every tribe and people and tongue and nation. His main target will be God's saints on earth, and he will achieve his directives, and the whole earth will under his wicked dominion. 
there will be saints on earth during the tribulation, that is clear from scripture. The fact that they are referred to as saints does not mean they are part of the church, any more than Old Testament saints were part of the Lord's church. Remember that in Matthew chapter 16, the Lord referred to his church as yet future. The word saints means set apart ones. Who are these saints set apart from? And all that dwell on the earth shall worship him, of whom their name is not written in the book of life of the Lamb that was slain, from the world's foundation. They are set apart from earth dwellers. These are people whose hearts are knit to this world, and they will be seduced to worship the beast out of the sea. Their names are not written in the Lamb's book of life. The saints, on the other hand, had their names written there from the foundation of the world. If anyone hath an ear, let him hear. This should get our attention. Do we have an ear? If so, we are to listen closely and consider. If anyone is for captivity, into captivity he goeth. If anyone will kill with sword, with sword must he be killed. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. God's supreme government will not fail during these tumultuous times. Now another sinister character appears on the scene. And I saw another beast rising up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. He comes out of the earth, which I take to mean he comes to power in the Holy Land, most likely of Jewish origin. He has two horns like a lamb, he appears to be the Lamb of God, the Messiah or Christ, but he speaks with Satan power. And all the authority of the first beast he exerciseth before him, and causeth the earth and those that dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. As Christ pointed men to worship the Father, this man will convince souls to worship the first beast. And he doth great signs, so that even fire he maketh come down out of the heaven unto the earth before men, even as the Lord Jesus Christ had the power to do many miracles. This false Messiah will perform lying wonders and amaze the earth dwellers. He will even be able to call fire down from heaven, by the power of Satan. And he deceiveth those that dwell on the earth because of the signs which it was given him to do before the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast. Who hath the wound of the sword and lived? Deceit, rather than truth will be his hallmark. He will convince the world to make an image of the first beast and then, and it was given him to give breath to the image of the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. God alone has power over life, and so when he breathes life into this image of the first beast, making it to seem to come alive and speak, drawing universal worship to the image of the beast. Those who do not worship the image of the beast will be killed. And he causeth all, the little and the great, and the rich and the poor, and the free and the bond, that they should give them a mark on their right hand, or upon their forehead. This false Christ will cause the whole world to take a mark, in their foreheads or right hands, without which they can conduct no commerce and that no one may be able to buy or sell, save he that hath the mark, the name of the beast, or the number of his name. This passage has been the subject of much speculation, but it will be clear to those who go through this time. Whether this number is symbolic or literal, I don't know. In scripture, the number six is man's number. Man was created on the sixth day. The number 666 occurs once in the Old Testament, connected with Solomon. I suppose that this false messiah will be a ruler who seems at first very much like Solomon, in wisdom, power, and glory. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is a man's number, and his number is 666. It says his number is the number of a man, making it spoken of.